Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Airs International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Well, welcome everybody who's here in the building. Thank you, family, for coming tonight. There's going to be a lot of um, there's a lot of things that, that, that we feel Yahweh has in store for tonight. So we're glad that people are able to, to come and partake physically. And welcome to everybody who is tuning in on live. Um, it's, it's always such an awesome, powerful thing when, when a, a, a body can gather and a group of people can gather and, and partake in the things that God wants to release to everybody that's here. But how awesome is it that we not only are contained within four walls, right? But that the things that Yahweh wants to release to his people are able to get out on the airwaves in such a unique way. So it's awesome that you're tuning in. Um, we appreciate you again, just like the people that are here taking time to do this. Um, and we, we just encourage uh, all the, the engagement on live, sharing, commenting, engaging, and everything that's going to be happening tonight, because tonight, more than... Um, more than like a teaching night or a worship night tonight is is a real opportunity to engage in a unique way because it is our um our encounter night it's our it's our heaven awareness night so it's that opportunity it's that press to not just sit back or check the box or check in or or whatever but i want to challenge and press people to to take it to that next level of engagement um and pursue this encounter as, as we walk through it later um Sharing, so I just want to share a little bit, a little bit about. Um, obviously, I think to up to this point, people have a good grasp on the structure that we have, just week to week that 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 the Kingdomers body goes through, and that we have worship that goes first, and then we we go into. Am I saying the order right? That it goes worship, teaching, awareness, and then family, and then a family meeting. So we're we're in that we're in that heaven awareness night right now. So it's going to be an opportunity again to engage in, 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 in an encounter that we're going to have later. Um, it's also really, really unique in that tonight's service is it falls on the Hebrew calendar on the Hebrew holiday of Rosh Hashanah. It took a little bit of practice to get it, to get me to say it like that. Cause we all say Rosh Hashanah, but I think the correct, correct pronunciation is Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. People, some people look like they're sneezing when they're saying it. Did you know Rosh Hashanah, spelled backwards, is Rosh Hashanah? No. <laughs> just, just checking to see people are paying attention. Um, all joking aside, it's, it's a really significant time of the year and I want to just compare a little bit and kind of mirror um, in, in, in the U.S. and in, in a lot of different you know cultures around the world we, we celebrate a, the new year that goes from December to January right there's that transition there's a big celebration there's fireworks there's parties there's there's all this stuff that goes into celebrating the transition into a new year well, in the Hebraic calendar, if you want to reference and go back to the story of, of God's people being um, under 
Egyptian slavery in, in that period of time, there was an, an exodus, right, where God walked them through this transitionary process of coming out from under Egypt and moving into their own, well, beginning the process, I should say, of moving into their own land. During that time, once it was kind of, once it was during the Passover time period, and it was after so many of the plagues had happened, um, they, they found themselves in the months of Elul and Tishri, which is where we're at right now. We came out of the month of Elul, which is the sixth month of the calendar, and we transitioned tonight at 6 p.m. into the month of Tishri. That month six to seven transition, if you go back and you reference uh, Exodus 12, and if you read one and two, you, you know, it's always, it's best obviously to read the full context of it and dive into it and see, and see you know, the, the full picture. But that's kind of just the quick reference point that you can look at where the Father said, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. So what he did was he, he declared a new beginning, a new transition, whereas, where instead of going from 12 to 1 and being the beginning just in a, in a numerical order, it was so awesome and powerful and so significant that God... In his, in his grace, in his wisdom, um, in his love for his people and his faithfulness with new transitions and new beginnings, declared that to be that transition point of the new year. And since then, it's been this, this holiday of Rosh Hashanah has been celebrated as the, as the beginning of the new Hebraic year. So just a little bit of context so people can understand. Um, I just so I do want to just explain a little bit. I know that we've we've had the we've been you know practicing this tradition of following the Hebraic calendar for a few years now. So I think that we've at least to some extent gotten a grasp. But I just want to loop it back around and recap some of the significant things about Rosh Hashanah. Um, some of those things being obviously the the symbolism and the faithfulness of God's transition in, in the new beginnings. Um, some significant traditions or acts that, that are so are associated with Rosh Hashanah. I'm just going to try not to stumble over that constantly. You have to practice it a lot. Um, some of the significant traditions and acts are obviously the, the blowing of the shofar. Um, also including, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll focus on that for a second. The shofar blasts are significant because they, they symbolize and they signify and they call out so many different things. Some of those things being um, the coronation of a king. So we know we just came out of that last month where the king was in the field and you were able to really um, engage in a different way where the king was in the field working with you and you got to work alongside the king. Um, the shofar blast signifies the coronation of a king. A shofar blast is also a call to repentance. One of the significant um, facets of, of this of this time period that we're in between this, you know, this new year transition in month six to seven um, is a call to repentance. It's a call to action. It's a time for us to um, position ourselves in such a way, especially because it is that transition into a new year, to reflect on where we've been in a heart of repentance and looking forward to the things that are to come. Um, so, so that's one of the other significant things that a shofar blast will, will call for is just that, that call to repentance, that call to looking forward, um, knowing that 
you that you go through that repentance process and you you begin to engage and change essentially um one of the other significant things that i won't i won't really have the opportunity to to in detail dive into but a shofar is a ram's horn and the symbolism and the significance of that is how it relates to when abraham um was going to sacrifice his son in deep devotion and deep obedience to what god was asking him to do so that's another one of the things that that we we can see symbolized when the shofar blasts is that heritage of our, our the lineage that we come from our forefathers our ancestors in their devotion to god and how we can partake in that how we can honor that um, with that shofar blast from a ram's horn and, and just position ourselves in a way of remembering that. Um, one of the traditions, other than just other, other than the, this being the feast of, of trumpets, one of the other traditions is um, eating apples and honey. And the reason that they ate apples and honey was because that was like um, a symbol or an act where we where you get to eat and consume something that's sweet in hopes of the sweet things that are going to be happening in the year to come so it's cool that we're in this like transitionary period and we get to look back in a heart of repentance but then in a prophetic way look forward to the sweet things that are to come right because we're not just we're not just stuck in this cycle of repentance or, or not even just repentance we're not just stuck in this cycle of apologizing or staying immature or staying stuck in that place but but from that that place of repentance and that heart of repentance you you move forward and, and look forward to the sweet things that are to come um, so I am kind of going through a lot of like high level details I can't I can't possibly um, give like the full contextual view of all of it unless we I think unless we spent like a long time really diving into and teaching about it so I just want to get people to understand um, a couple of the major things about the time that we're in and hope that you take those and, and engage with those in your own spirit and in your own self so that when we go through this encounter service this heaven awareness service that we're gonna have tonight you can kind of link the encounter that we're gonna walk through with some of the significant aspects of the holiday that we're in and I want to highlight some of those things being that this transitionary time that Rosh Hashanah is described as the head of the year. It's it's really powerful when you when you go beyond just the phrase the head of the year, but when you can really um, let the Father speak to you about not just the head of the year and this this like calendar transition that we have but positioning yourself in a way of what is the head of my year what is the head of my transition what is the head of my my walk my life and it's it's when you when you're able to combine those things with you know that heart of repentance and moving forward from that place when you can really grab hold of that that concept of what what really is the head what is the thing that you're trading with what is the thing you're engaging with um, and allowing the father to take that place um, 
and partnering with that that head, making sure that the correct head is at the beginning of the year. Does that make sense? This Rosh Hashanah is the start of, I believe it's a 10-day period that leads up to the next holiday that we have, which is Yom Kippur. Yom Yom Kippur is described as the holiest day of the year or the day of the year that we are closest to God. So how powerful is it that that we get to activate that encounter service, that we get to activate that heaven awareness tonight as we start this 10-day time period, because it doesn't just end here tonight, right? We, we, we take everything home. We take everything beyond the walls. So how cool is it that we get to engage in that tonight where we're starting that process to get to the, the point of the year that is described in this culture, described in our culture as the holiest day of the year or the day of the year that you're closest to God. Um, something that really I'll just I'll just share kind of briefly but I think it's significant in the way that our family's been positioned and and, and just in a lot of the things that um, we've been diving into as a family especially with our teaching nights um, is that a lot of the scholarly material I guess you could say a lot of the scholarly material and research that is out there that explains Rosh Hashanah um, a lot of the 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 messages that come that will explain this this holiday or this time that we're in. Um, interestingly enough, one of the one of the major um, like facets of it from the world not maybe not from the world side, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Like, like one of the major aspects of this holiday is is rapture theory, in that this being the feast of trumpets. If you, if you read, I can't remember exactly where it is. I'll have to look it up. But, but in the book of Revelation, when it talks about the, the, the trumpets blasting, a lot of people will, will research and associate this holiday with that final trumpet blast that signifies the rapture. Um, there's, all kinds of, there's all kinds of theories that, you, that you, can, you can look into, and people use the calendars and different signs and things like that to try to back up their predictions of, of when the rapture is going to happen. And, and we all know that that's out there. And it's so, it's so interesting that that's the thing that I was finding more often than anything that is, that, that's associated with this, with this holiday um, is, is that rapture theory. And it's so interesting that while we're also as a body diving into um, what it looks like to, to walk in such a level of honor and such a level of ownership of the things that he's given us in the world that he's, that he's put us in, that that's the thing that is most often associated with this holiday and this thing that we partake in that's part of this culture, that's part of the cycles and the calendar that God laid out for us. Um, so the reason I share that is because I want to just, um, it almost as like a, uh, I don't know if strategic is the right word, but a way that we as a family, when we're, in, when we're going into tonight's encounter service, our heaven, our heaven awareness service, um, to just be aware that, that that is one of those things that is so closely um, associated with this Feast of Trumpets, that that's one of the things that it, the, the, one of the major theories that's out there is that this signifies the rapture or the, the beginning of that rapture process. Um, and we all know that God, God has asked us to position ourselves as a family um, 
to, you know, not not partake in that rapture theory and that we're all just kind of hanging out and we're just doing the best that we can and we're just going to be gone someday because that completely um, steps on and gets rid of everything that he's brought us through and walking in extreme ownership and walking in in, in a level of, of, of honor that he's calling us to. So I wanted to share that again almost as like a way that we can um, engage that in a spiritual sense as a family that 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 is one of the major theories and one of the major things that's out there and see what kind of looking forward to the sweet things of this new year that's to come one of the things that we can engage with to see what he wants to to say what kind of truth he wants to bring about that mindset uh, uh, and, and to combat that mindset with the level of ownership that he's calling us to walk in okay um So we'll get we'll get ready to move into um, our actual encounter service right now, um, and I just want to really take that opportunity opportunity to engage everybody in the room, but then engage live to position yourself in a way of, especially if you're watching on live, it's 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 a different it's a different structure, it's a different format, right? When we walk through this encounter, and I and I and I think that this is the first. Um, heaven awareness or encounter service that we're going to have tonight that we are going to keep live on the past couple times that we've done it we've, we've made the decision as a family um, to uh, turn the live feed off um, simply because of one wanting to just press beyond press beyond just kind of putting a live feed out there or just kind of putting something out there that gets blasted on the airwaves, wanting to press people who would normally watch live to engage in that themselves, but then also as a family, um, giving us that opportunity to really just dive into some things that, that were that were close to our family's hearts. Um, the first time we had our encounter service, it was very, very much focused on our kids and the school year, and, and we wanted to, as a family, just be able to safeguard a lot of those things and, and engage um, in that close family atmosphere, just just in person, if that makes sense. Um, tonight, uh, we, we, we made the decision as a family to keep the live feet on because of the significance of the transition that we are in in this, in this new year that's to come. And what I just want to lay, lay forward or, or, or just explain before Missy takes over um, it's just how significant it is that we're able to engage, that the, the, the timing of it for one is, is awesome, that we're in this encounter service at the same time that we're transitioning into the new year. That what, that something to be excited for tonight, something to, to really grab hold of and engage is moving beyond how can I have an encounter for me, especially if you had a bad week or you had a bad day or whatever, moving beyond that mindset of, of let me have an encounter but let me intercede and have an encounter on behalf of the region for the next year, for the state, the country, internationally, for the whole world, and for the universe for the next year. 
Um, so that's that's something that we were really excited to be able to um, keep the live feed on and, and engage everybody who, who would tune in um, and encourage you that if you are tuning in, that that's, that that's something to be excited about, that when we transition into this new year, that we're able to speak over that new year and, and encounter something and intercede on behalf of that. Are we good? Well, Yahweh, we just make room in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits for what you have to release tonight, for what you would have us encounter. We position ourselves in such a way that we're ready to be led through this encounter and we're we're ready to engage the things that you want us to be able to intercede on behalf of. Lord, I just speak a boldness over my sister as she leads a nation through this encounter. We look forward to all that, that is going to be released over this new year. Yahweh, we ask that you would you would show us strategy to be able to engage and grab hold of all those things that, that, you, that you're going to release. So that was definitely a lot of really good stuff that Jay released. And I want to kind of just piggyback off of some of the stuff that he was putting out there for us uh, just really quickly. So uh, when he's talking about us coming positioned, so we're here tonight, right? I, I can't see anybody, so I'm just assuming you're all in agreement with this, that we came tonight positioned, ready to pour out from that place of intercession, not to be poured into. And I'm assuming that everyone on live who's tuning in with us is ready to pour out from that place of intercession, from that seat of authority, uh, to just declare. And I and it has been brought to me to my attention as a challenge to go globally, not to think Flagstaff, but to think bigger for this year. That there is something to what is being exposed around the globe. That it's not about America, it's not about Flagstaff, it's not about our just our you know our church body. It's a global thing that's going on, and that as a family we actually get to come together to speak tonight, to make some declarations, to declare from that place of intercession, um, and that place of of real rest. Um, we get to declare from that place tonight and, and just change some things. I feel like tonight in uh, tapping into it's the head of the year, it's literally going to set us up, set the world up. If we can think bigger, it's going to set the world up for what's to come for this next coming year. So we are going to move into that time of intercession, uh, to, into that time of an encounter. We are going to have some music playing uh, and we are just going to, it, you're basically, you're just positioning yourself to just shut shut everything off. Shut off all the noise. Shut off the voices that have been filling your week. If you have not been just diving into time with him this week, then it's time to just shut off everything that's telling you what is going on and uh, and get it, get yourself positioned and, and just uh, ready to hear what he has to say so that we can um, move forward with those declarations. So for tonight, one of the directives that I want to give is just like we did in our first one. So remember the 2020 2021 school year 
I can kind of see you guys a little better if I move out here. So we declared over that. We, we got into the position ready to have that encounter, and then we declared. Uh, we are going to make declarations as a family over the mic. So um, tonight isn't just going to be uh, the encounter where we see something, and it's awesome, and we feel great, and we leave. We are going to make a sound that's going to permeate from this place tonight. So uh, so be ready to be actively engaged, uh, and I encourage you to actively engage your, to make sure your kids are also actively engaged, because we've been practicing this, and we are ready, right? Yes, so in this family, we have, um, if you're tuning in with us on live, we do have Legacy Builders, which is all about uh, building the legacy and training training our children for the next. And one of the things that we have done is we've taken that time to pour into what's going into their school year. And in that, also have trained them to help pour into the next, which is going to be globally. So they are trained and ready uh, for tonight to practice speaking out globally. A couple things that I want to go over with you guys for tonight. Um, so, so with this year transitioning into 5781, we recognize that 80, the, year, the years within the 80s, are about the mouth, right? We know pay is about the mouth. You, you may use your mouth to say, yes, pay is about the mouth. We're going to practice. Practice making noise with your mouth. Um, the year one is bringing us unified with Yahweh unified with the creator. So tonight, what we're doing is not only taking our mouths, but we're taking and precisely pointing to what he is having us speak into. We've been learning about co-creation. We've been learning about what it looks like to, to co-create with him when you can just speak to something and you begin to see that take form. Um, and so tonight, that's where we're going to be at. In co-creating with the creator of the universe, we get to declare over the the globe, what this next year is going to look like. And so I want you to take it serious. I feel like there is, um, there are going to be specific directives given to people in this room. I feel like one of them is finances, uh, that there is going to be a global declaration over finances. And so be pressing in if you are feeling that. Um, I think that he's going to point that out. Who's got that? Uh, there's a global declaration over families. That's going to come from this room. That's going to come from this family. There's a global declaration that's going to happen tonight over children. There's a global declaration tonight that's going to happen over health. And there's a global declaration that's going to happen over marriages. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty more. So, but tonight, that's, I want you to be pressing into that. There is, there are things that are going to be coming out tonight that are going to absolutely change things. Not just, we're going to see some, you know, some more marriages unified and some people beginning to like each other. Things are going to flip. Divorce rates are going to change. Uh, they're going to start going down. We're going to see less and less marriages falling apart, less and less affairs, less and less, things like that. That's what tonight's about not just coming to to speak something little you take this serious this family is given the authority to speak these things over the head of the year tonight to set us up globally for the changes that are going to happen so i want you to take that directive seriously um one thing that I found very significant in switching from 5780 to 5781, there is a special strength that comes between 80 and 81. Um, I was tapping into some, I now I don't have it all with me, but uh, that the there's a 
the uh, Jewish culture that um, when, when they turn a specific age, they read a certain declaration. Well, when they turn 80, they don't read the 80th declaration. They read the 81st. There's a significant jump that they're given in strength. So they believe that at 80, you're hitting a mark where you're jumping to a certain strength that it, they can't, it can't, you can't be held back at the 80th. So something to tap into tonight, that special strength, the supernatural ability, um, you go far beyond what man says you can do. So from 80 to 81, you're going far beyond what man has said. Um, so we're going to be tapping into that and declaring from that place, not what man says is going to happen. And that's why I'm challenging you to take it serious. Not what man says, not what I'm feeling, but what Yahweh wants to declare from that supernatural place. Um, it's a night to widen your mouth to begin to speak a little more boldly. It's a time to complete the world that is going on around us. We all know the world around you is created by the words you speak, right? Can we take that a little more seriously tonight? Can you become a co-creator with the creator of the universe tonight? Let's get a little more bold about the position that we've been given in this family, in this world, because that is what creation is crying out for, right? Sons and daughters the manifestation of the sons and daughters to stand up and begin to co-create with him. So we're going to go beyond some capabilities of our own tonight. Are you ready for that? Are you willing to press past what you know of intercession, what you know of declaration, to bring, uh, to tap into a capability that you may not even recognize that you have within you? We're going to begin to speak in a level of faith. If you feel something that is like, I don't know, declaring that there would be no more divorce, that's really out there. Co-create that with him. That, it, that comes from creating with the creator of the universe. You can call that into existence. That's not far beyond his doing. Do you believe that? That's not far beyond what he can do. He's going to give those directives. I feel, I, it's like I can see it falling. Like he's bringing those words and delivering each of them, those declarations for the globe. He's dropping those specifically on people right now. So I want you to declare from a place of faith, not where my mind caps me at, or I believe Flagstaff could be saved, maybe. We're going to declare some changes that are actually going to begin to take place. Tonight, I want us to position ourselves in a place of rest. One thing to know is that we are in Shabbat, which is the Sabbath of the month. So we are in a place of rest, kind of like how we've always declared that our Sundays are a place of rest, right? Our Sabbath, where we want to, we basically just take it as an excuse to take the day off and relax. I'm the only one. Um, we're, that's where we're at tonight. So one thing to know, Jay was talking about the shofar blasts. Um, there, there is something... I, I find it really interesting that, Jay, you brought up the, um, the escape theory is what I'm going to call it. The, what is it, what do people refer to it as? Rap, the rapture. The escaping. Um, I don't know what he's going to reveal in the fullness of this, but we're not going to blast the shofar tonight. And I, I, I've submitted that to make sure that we're, we're on the right track, but what we are going to honor is that on the Hebraic calendar, according to Shabbat, you do not, you don't blast the shofar on Shabbat. That is a day of rest, and it's a day that you, you, do, you don't make that noise. You don't make that blast. Although we know that for Rosh, Rosh Hashanah, I'm not there yet. I'm going to go with Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to be there soon. <laughs> so for Rosh Hashanah, we know that it is a time of blasting the shofar. 
What I find really interesting, and maybe he's beginning to piece together, is this year, we're not blasting the shofar. Could we get a little wild and crazy and say that maybe this is the year that we end the rapture theory? Could we be a generation that says, like, the rapture theory will be, like, our grandkids will grow up, like, what's the rapture theory? I've never heard of that. Could we be a family that's that bold to make declarations that big? That's so little. Let's make those declarations. Okay, um, so for... Um, for tonight and for the head of the year. I know we are celebrating. I feel like as a family, we just need to come together on, on just hearing some basic things and adding to what Jay was putting out there. We know it's the head of the year. Do we know what we're celebrating? Because in New Year, we celebrate, oh, we get to go into a new year. Like I get to make New Year's resolutions. We don't really, we just know like finally that year's over, right? Do you know what we're celebrating tonight? Rosh Hashanah, yes, but we're celebrating the beginning of creation. So when Yahweh created, we know he took every day, right? And he created, and then he rested. Tonight, we're actually celebrating at that time of rest. Like we're celebrating, you celebrate, so the story goes, or however I should word that, that he created the animals and he created all of creation and then the animals looked to Adam and they said, are you our creator? And that's when he turned and said, Yahweh is your creator and turned back to, to the coronation of the king. He turned all of creation to look back at the king on that day of rest. That's what we celebrate tonight. That it's the beginning of creation. It's the beginning of man turning to say, this is who created you, look what he did. Like, that's the king. That's who, that's who our attention is turned to. So that's what we get to celebrate tonight. Um, are we ready to move into our encounter? Are you all ready? You're getting the downloads already, right? What you're supposed to speak to. I can see it. Okay. All right. We are going to position ourselves in a place of rest. And whatever that looks like, it doesn't, you can be postured however you feel. You can be laid out on the floor. You can sit. You can walk. You can be activated in movement. However you want to tap into that encounter, we're going to move into this uh, right now. So Gabe, if you want to, you can even turn these lights down up here. We can turn the music up. It's just a real time of just setting aside everything that is distracting us and turning your complete attention to the Creator. And during this time, like I said, I believe that he is giving, um, not only is he giving our family a specific direction like Jay talked about, that it's a night of, of standing in that place of intercession to change the trajectory of the outcome of what things are supposed to look like. We get that, we get that honor tonight to take that position. Um, but it's, it's also, it's also going to be a night that we get, we get to begin practicing walking out some of these things that mom has described in a, getting a case in the court of heaven and being able to handle it like the end of sex trafficking. And so tonight is going to be practice on how to do that, how to step into that place. We know how to do this as a family. We've been practicing it, and we are ready to go. If you are tuning in with us on live and just jumping on, we want to welcome you. We, our family is going into a, a time of encounter to just tap into what heaven is saying about earth, what Yahweh would like us to declare over this globe. It's a night to practice that co-creation with him. 
So once you're postured and ready to move into that encounter, um, I just want to share with you. So we know, we know that encounters happen in our mind. You picture it in your mind's eye, which is a God-given thing. If you can have eyes on your heart, you can have eyes in your mind. It's biblical. It's a God-given thing to be able to, to see with your mind's eye what he is going to show us tonight. And as we practice these things as a family and we practice with our extended family on Facebook, I'm just going to uh, explain to you and give a just, an, just uh, the details of a picture that he gave us to start out with. And, um, and there's no, we don't have to wait. When you feel like it's time to come and you're ready to release, I want you to come up, take the mic, and I want you to share what he has given you, what he's placed on your heart, and make that declaration. And yes, kids are welcome too. And, um, and again, if you're tuning in on live, you are actively engaged with this family. We want you to feel uh, freedom to be able to post a comment of what you are seeing and making those declarations with us as well. So in pressing into the place that he wanted us to go into for this encounter, um, stick with me because it's going to start out just a little bit dark. So in using your mind's eye, you're picturing what I'm describing, what you're hearing from my voice. And remember that what he begins to show you is him. Don't deny or trade into that he's showing you something. You've come here tonight to meet with the creator to um, make some declarations. So what he's showing you is him. So as I begin to lean into what the place of the encounter would look like, what he showed me um, was pretty dark. Um, I first just, I couldn't see anything around me. I could see just in front of me was dark stairs. And so I got closer to those stairs and there was three steps. And they, um, they were, I could tell by looking at them that it was stone that um, had turned to wood. Like it had been there for so long, it ended up becoming a crumbly piece of wood. Dark, it had moss on it, a lot of dirt. It was just really dirty old uh, steps. There was, like I said, there was the three of them that led up to a door. And this door had a lot of intricate details on it. However, you couldn't really see them because they, the, the details themselves were covered in dirt, grime, it looked like just years of buildup of, of moss and um, just damage to them, just covered covered up. You couldn't see the details anymore. So I want you to just picture yourself stepping up to that door because that's the first place that he released, but that's not the end. It wasn't, here's the door and it's shut in your face and I'm not sure what you're going to do. But he did ask me to open it. And so I wanted to look at the intricate details of the handle, and I don't, I don't know why, but the, it was, it was, it's a, re, a circular handle. 
a, hand, a just a circular handle, not a regular doorknob, but almost if you could picture like a towel a towel holder in your bathroom. It's that circular um, doorknob, and that is what I was allowed to touch and hold and use to open the door. So as we step into this as a family, I want you to step up to that door, and I want you to just picture yourself right there. And allow him to speak to you in this moment if he says there's anything that he wants you to know that's either behind you or what he's preparing you for that you're moving into. The door is not locked, so you're free to open it and just step inside. And I want that to be when you're ready, when you're ready to step in to see what is behind the door. And in opening the door, uh, stepping inside I it's like I stepped in really quick and turned really fast to shut the door behind me and was blown away at what was covering the door the most intricately detailed flowers colors that I've never seen before um, like life growing through greenery greenery And so I turned back around because I, honestly, I was afraid of what was going to be behind the door. But in turning around, it opened me up to a garden that I could never, I, I've never seen on earth. And I believe that tonight where he wants us to receive the declarations to declare over this earth is in that garden. I, I believe he wants us to step in and begin to walk through that. And, and this is where I want the family actively participating. I want to hear what he's showing you in the garden. I know that what he has said is there's the lush grass. It's almost as if it just rained, like it's fresh grass dampening your feet as you walk through it. Flowers everywhere. clear blue skies, a sky that's so bright it's almost hard to look at. So I just want to encourage you to take a moment to just look around inside that garden. What is it that he's showing you?
as you take a look around, I want you to be, uh, I want you to feel free to just share with the family what you're seeing. If you want to just, let's just shout it out one by one that each would be heard. So as I walked in, I did see um, a, it almost looked like a waterfall, but it was floating horizontally and it wasn't on the ground. It was floating in midair like it was in a tank or a glass enclosure, but it was just moving in the air. hearing anything, smelling anything, seeing anything. Janina. to capture all, everything that everyone's seeing on live. I just want to make sure that we're also putting it on here. A gentle light that's uh, filled with butterflies and a brick path. And the brick path leads to the water. Is that what you were saying? Mm, the butterflies moving in and out of the light, being drawn to that light. I know Janina had mentioned that she saw flowers with shapes that she's never seen before. So a little practice in our co-creating while we're continuing to look around inside this garden to see what is um, what he's revealing to us. So to practice in that co-creation 
you're able to walk up to any of these flowers and I just want you to practice giving it a color. Like it may be blue and you could practice changing it to yellow just because his kingdom is fun and that's a fun thing to do. Just practice changing the color of the flowers with him in that practice of what it looks like to co-create. seeing kids I want to invite you if whatever you're seeing you're welcome to come up here we would love to hear and be able to just engage with what you're seeing in that garden we're going to just take a few more minutes to look around and practice uh, sharing what we're seeing in there flowers that are in flower beds that are dancing and as uh, people walk by they're giving compliments in other languages and complimenting people as they walk by it with the movement of dance um, what I was seeing was just like those like drapey plants that are around town that like almost are like fences and I'm seeing like the garden having like lots of different like narrow passageways that in those places what's happening is Yahweh is meeting us like engaging with us as his bride in those like intimate moments where he's leaning up against us and like kissing our ear or whispering things to us of just like those moments that we can only have with him. of the dancing flowers happening. We have a few more people that want to share with us what they're seeing in this place, and then we are going to move into that time of declaring.
have um, definitely a garden full of flowers. There's been lots of confirmation of the different flowers that are um, uh, that are dancing and moving and changing colors. We have family that uh, family pictures that are showing up in this garden of family members that have passed away, and um, and and vines that are leading us down a path that we should be going. family that we allow the kids to continue practicing alongside of us they're definitely able to tap in and see uh, what is what he's showing us within this garden trees animals a swing where he'll meet you with a bright white figure. of those angels that are tending to the garden, the angels that JJ was uh, seeing that he got to play with. We're hearing about lots of children playing in there. So one of my kids sees in the garden, um, it's surrounded by fire. So the garden, but it's protection. So the fire is protection, a ring of it. Um, what I'm seeing is I am laying in this dewy grass, staring up at the sky, and there are several layers to the sky. I'm looking at daylight, but there's an outer layer that is changing from night to day, and as it changes, the stars change, um, not colors, but shapes. And they're not just like a, a cross figure that you see in the sky, illuminated, you know, it's light. Um, it's changing into like a kaleidoscope in a way. And um, the galaxies are showing up and there are galaxies that we've never seen before. There are different colors of black in the sky in this outer layer, black, gray, like a cloudy-ish white with these stars that are a rainbow of colors. It's not just the typical uh, lights that you usually see, but there are literally every color of the rainbow just flashing and twinkling. We 
definitely have no problem tapping into that place that he's asking us to go. We've got air that you can see and water moving. Um, I want to begin to move into that place of making declarations. Um, and, and I'm just going to ask if you have a declaration that he's given you that you come up so we can get that on, that we can get that on the recording because I cannot see you if you're uh, waving me down. Um, so I want to just sit in that place, in that garden that he has given us that's been described to us with all the flowers and all the water, the movement, the place that he's given us the ability to co-create with him. And I want to just take a moment and I want to ask Yeshua where he is because I believe that he's waiting for each of us individually to give us a specific assignment with that declaration. So I want to just take a moment. We're, we're ready. We've seen. And now I want you to use your other senses to just hear what he's saying in a specific declaration to make over the globe tonight. but I do feel like there are um, sp some specific people that he's asked to make some declarations. And so I'm just going to go out on a limb and call you up. And I hope that that's okay because we're a family who's ready to get bold and ready to get loud, use our mouths. Um, Sally, can you come up and share with us and make the declaration that he's giving you?
so what I what I saw in the garden on the left side was a row of statues and um, the statues were made of bronze like they were like a brown bronze color and they were of wizards and um, and I saw um, snakes coming up also brown and each statue had like a brown cylinder a long cylinder in their hands and I saw the snakes coming into the cylinders and then they were popping out as um, puppies or as rabbits and um, and I was asking uh, Yeshua like what what is this what is going on and he was saying that snakes are turning into pets like they're turning into animals they're turning into um, things that are meant to be com like companions to us, like care for us, comfort to us, um, something that loves us, something that is loyal to us um, and walks with us. And, and then I saw um, like a, when fallen soldiers, like when, they, when their bodies are, bra are brought back home, they have like this flag and it's in like a triangle shape, I wanna say. And it's, um, it's blue and it has like three stars is what I saw. And I saw that kind of like a, the flag, I think it is, it's like folded up. And, um, and so he, and then he showed me after I saw that, then he showed me um, fallen soldiers and people and these pets would go to them and they would be a specific color. And he was telling me like the pets would jump into my hand and he would say, just send them just like let them go like just let them go to each of these individual people and they would go and they would sit next to the the person and um, they were a specific color whether like we would practice changing the color they could be yellow they could be blue or whatever and then whoever they sat next to turned that color and like some one of the kids had said there was like a dancing movement that would start happening with the colors between the pet and the person and um and so I was asking him, what, what, is, what are you saying? Like, what is that? And he was saying that, um, um, that his declaration over the galaxy for this next year is that loneliness would be abolished. <laughs> So Yahweh, we just speak, we just speak that into this galaxy right now. We just speak that Father, whatever, however you want comfort to come, Father, first we speak that you're turning snakes in the galaxy into comfort, Father, and into care and into companionship. And Father, we just speak that that is allowed to turn into matter, that that's allowed to turn into form, that that's allowed to be a physical being and, and a spiritual being. And that, Father, we just flip what we know on earth 
Father, to be the opposite where, Father, on earth we may feel like isolation and loneliness and we're one person and there's no one surrounding us is the norm. And yet I'm flipping that right now in this next year to say actually we're going to be aware of the cloud of witnesses. We're going to be aware of comfort and care and companionship and those beings that constantly minister to us and counsel us. Whether we know you or not, we're going to know that there's physical beings around us. I speak that isolation will no longer be something that we're thirsty for, that no, that isolation is no longer something that is hungered for in this galaxy, that it's not going to be known in the next decade. It's not going to be known in this year. It's not going to be something that we carry on in existence, that we are literally going to put into practice a lifestyle that is completely opposite to where generations from now they won't know what isolation or loneliness is there won't be that thirst or desire to be alone there will be that knowledge that we are never ever alone and that there is beings that cover us and constantly walk with us and are constantly counseling us and teaching us that we would be teachable that we would be humble that our minds and spirits would be open consistently to constantly draw and understand and then pour out what we're receiving on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute basis. Father, we just speak that into existence right now in Yeshua's name. family we are not runners we are confronters and um, that this family does it together and that we're going to walk this out together and this is going to be the year of, of, of final restoration for the Mestis family for all of us something you can uh, come and declare with us. I'll be right here. (laughs) Okay, we'll give her a second. Jacob, come on up. I like how Ellen's laughing. I think she might be next. (laughs) <laughs> I 
this past year was uh, uh, the year of the mouth and uh, one thing that uh, um, we had been uh, Gabby and I had been um, kind of uh, looking up about the significance of this year is that it was uh, the year of the mouth and, and, and how the enemy went ahead and um, attacked that by by using masks, uh, not being able to speak, by covering our mouths and not being able to speak into existence and that creation and and uh, Father, we just declare that this eight uh, uh, one, Father, this coming into this new year, we just declare that those those masks the the enemy that had uh, put forth uh, put on us that those uh, masks begin to just fall away. And that uh, um, our words are uh, directed by you and, and pointed by you, Father. And uh, we just declare that uh, a boldness uh, of declarations in our li- over our families and over over our uh, neighborhoods, over our cities, over the state, and so on and so on. That those declarations become uh, bold. Uh, we begin to speak into our finances. We begin to uh, speak into relationships. We begin to speak into ourselves. Uh, Father, we just uh, we just declare that that boldness, that strength, that courage to be able to speak out and use our mouths, Father, the way that you had intended it. That we speak love, Father. We speak truth. We just declare those things. Thank you. into the garden I saw a um, I don't actually even know how to describe it but it was like almost this huge just essentially this huge tower um, it looked really intricate like a vase almost but it was like to the stars and um, then I saw I'm not really sure but it but like a, a female like the bride was holding two, three uh, ropes in each hand and was pulling them together. And I, it was like all of a sudden I was outside of the earth looking at the earth and it was like it opened up. So she was pulling these ropes and the earth, it was like it was on hinges and it opened. Um, and I felt like Yahweh said that his declaration over this year is that the floodgates would open. That there is, that he has reservoirs, like there's reserves in the earth that he has saved for such a time as this. And that the bride would rise to the occasion and open up the earth to be able to open up the reserves uh, that he has set aside to... Um, and it's like everything just started spilling out, like resources and and finances and provision and peace and like uh, like enough. Like there's enough. There's enough to be able to conquer what feels inconquerable. That there's enough um, to be able to overcome what feels like it's such a. It's almost like there's there's this smoke screen of a facade that it's so dark and it's so horrible and politics and it's so bad and yet what he's opening up is a floodgate of him 
So I just partner with that uh, vision and declare that the, that the floodgates that we declare that the floodgates will open, that the bride will rise to the occasion and that she will open up what you have reserved for such a time as this and such a people as this and such a, a uh, like a, a season there's such an era as this that you have res that you have um provision and you have resources that have been set aside for us at such a time as this that you that you knew before we got here what we would be walking into and that you have like you have it saved up. So I speak to the earth that it will open and it will let loose what what you have put in it, that this earth is not dying, that it is not over, but that we take dominion of the earth and we call it to open and produce what is within it. I saw a, uh, a rainbow and... Um there was this, I feel like he is, he was showing me that as we are stepping out of this church age, that this church age has been dependent on rainbows, on promises, on the promise. What's my promise? Who's going to give me my promise? Where's the father? Is, is, is that, where's that promise coming from with him? We've stepped in, we, and, and so I see all of us standing in our positions and, and you, and we're waiting for a rainbow but we're all mirrors. And in the church age, we're, we were so focused on just reflecting the sun, reflecting Jesus, and, and so focused on, I just wanna be like him, I just wanna be like him, and in that, I'll be able to, I'll be able to find this rainbow that comes, this promise, and, and my promise will be fulfilled. And I just feel like he is transitioning us into, he showed, he showed me transitioning us into like, like five-dimensional prisms. And when the light shines on a prism, rainbows are projected out of this prism at, at multiple different directions and i just feel like we are going to be the ones that that set promises in motion that we are going to be the ones that this generation is going to be the ones in this next era that we're going to tell mountains where to go we're going to tell promises what's going to happen we're going to tell money what's going what it's going to do we're going to be the ones that are in control of these things and we're just going to be be that prism we're going to be a prism direct and just promises are just going to be flying out of us. And I just feel like that in this next, this next era, in this next place where we, where we step into this uncreated realm, that we are going to be those promises fulfilled. And we are going to be the ones to, to speak those promises into action. Yeah, I know that that is, um, for me personally, that's what I'm feeling that is being prophesied over what is coming in this year that just like Ellen's talking about that it's being open like the earth is being opened up and all of the provision it's to cover not just finances and um, you know making sure that we're comfortable and taking care of but things like isolation it's the provision of what's needed to cover things like people that are lonely families that don't know who to turn to it's the provision that provides the connection deep connections that you know, bring people out of isolation and loneliness and that heartbreak and absolutely all the things that our family stands for. Um, Megan, I feel like there's something that he's giving you. Um, if you could come up and, and release what he, you feel he is giving you to declare tonight. 
when uh, when I met with him, um, it was like this, uh, like a desperation um, in his voice, in his face, um, kind of like a. I don't know if any of you guys have any of you parents. I'm sure have felt this like a panicked parent, um, where you're like if you feel like you lost your kid at the store or something where you just you feel like panic um it it felt like that but it felt um like there was an entrusting that was happening um like a like an impartation um as a whole it wasn't personal but there was a there was a trust that was placed from like a desperate um a hungry a hungry parent and um and he just said, I need you to find them. And um, it was specifically for, um, there's just a restoration that's coming to children. For the joy that's been robbed from them. From innocence that's been robbed from them. so many people's hearts have turned specifically towards trafficking in this time in this time in this season because of all the exposure but it's so much more than that there is a there is a thievery that has taken place in identity and in hope and in joy and in laughter and in peace and in comfort and care And so, so what we're getting is his fullness. In the new, we are getting his fullness, that children will be brought up with a fullness of joy, that children will be brought up with a fullness of identity, that children will not walk around confused or tossed to and fro, that they will be established on a firm foundation of who they are as sons and daughters at birth that will not be um, challenged, that they will be sent fully into their destinies without having to fight, without having to crawl on their hands and knees for what has always been meant to be theirs. that there is a safety in him and in family that is being multiplied, that they will know from the moment that they are brought to earth, that they will not walk in separation, that there will never be a day that they are separated from him, specifically by the world or by those who are meant to care and oversee them that there is a new um, there's a restoration in the overseer there's a restoration in the caregiver there's a restoration of fatherhood and of motherhood and of the elder brother and of the elder sibling of the elder sister that that is all being restored and that there is a fullness of family that is coming in this year
just declare that um, we will we will be like we will feel free to use our voices and not feel like we have to hide and not feel scared and um, that we will feel comfort and not alone and that we can uh, face our battles instead of running from them and um, just know that God's right next to us and that we have people to talk to even though we feel like we're alone. generation that um, that they will feel like everything is gonna be fine that nothing will be like that school won't be stressful and people won't be like everybody's just gonna be hanging out kind of and that and that uh, they'll feel like everything lasts forever and that family won't come and go and things like that like when somebody comes into your family they're gonna stay there they're not leaving Shirley <laughs> you got it come and bring that declaration do you need help <laughs> oh, she can hear me. <laughs> she probably knew it was coming before I called her name. away the rakes we went through a lot there was weeding there was pruning he's put all that away not that's going to be ongoing but he's putting that away and I saw him throughout the world throughout the earth this is okay I saw the ground. It's all ready. He put his seeds in there. When when I saw that he put the seeds in there, they were brown seeds. But when it landed, it turned to jewels. 
just gold. Like, better than gold, better than diamonds. They're just all turning colors. Just like the race he made. The, 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 the different kinds of race in the, in the, in the earth. That's how he made it and that's how he wants it. Different colors. And I saw these stones going and starting to roll place in the Pharaoh's feet as he was planting them. It's time, it's time now for us. We learn, we've learned a lot. We've learned now he's gonna show us the next step. up the, the steps and he had me open the door and walk out into a garden um, he had me walk forward and I saw the, I saw the, the, the steps that Janina described that led to, to a body of water and it was a uh, it was a refreshing water that in the encounter he, he led me to but it was it was on behalf of 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 a family and of a body of people to be refreshed and from that refreshing place he then had me turn around and when I turned around I actually encountered um, what I what I saw was was Yeshua ready to, to to show me what was the next step and the next step was there were um, I don't know what exactly they are but there were essentially three on one side and three on the other side there, there were three um, narrow passageways and they were they were clearly narrow they were a little bit dark they were a little bit dim and hard to see exactly what what was being walked into but one of the the pathways that he had me take a step toward I didn't get to the end of it um, because I knew that there was there was more um, for for a family to walk through and, and, and see through the process of what it looked like but but one of the, the pathways that he had me walk towards and walk into a little bit was that that essentially that that word um, that Megan brought of, of restorative power and, and of restoration that's going to come to the children um, specifically in the areas of of on global scales that there would be exposure so just speaking from that place of, the, of that encounter wanting to declare over um, a body of people that that Yahweh has has spoken over over a body of people that Yahweh is 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 raising up in which exposure is normal and exposure brings healing and exposure brings health that 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 that, that the words that he gave me were fast and loud that the, that exposure in the world of of evil of deep roots of of uh, of uh, 
essentially a, a, a spider web that's knit together of, of different evil things that are underlying the surface that, that there would be uh, exposure that comes fast and loud and that he's, he's, he's raising up a people that I'm declaring that there would be a stepping forward and a stepping out of those people that are being raised up that can handle fast and loud exposure in a way that is fast and loud to share the kingdom. So speaking over and declaring over that family um, that it, that is being raised up that for such a long time has been in that background place or, or been in that, that encounter place that as exposure in the world is becoming um, more and more prominent that it would become the norm and that there would be uh, in, this, in this exposure of the evil things in the world that there would be this... Um, there would be this family in, in which, again, exposure has become something that is that that is an extremely good restorative thing. That especially in the lives of of children in in, in the areas of of sex trafficking or family abuse or, or or things that that keep the next generation down and have for such a long time, that there would be fast and loud exposure of those things and. And and likewise, a, a family that would be fast and loud to respond to those things. So we are going to um, we're going to come together to to step out of this encounter. But I wanted to share first, really quickly, what he had uh, showed me in that garden, and I feel like it's almost so out of place that it has to be shared. So <laughs> I was like, I don't think those go in gardens. He's like, it's in my garden. Um, it it was a huge um, conference table. And I saw different people, I mean, I don't know the faces of the people sitting there, but I saw as there were people sitting at this table that he walked up and he handed files to. And each file had a name on it of something that is, that not only is it going to be exposed to the fullness this year, but it's going to be like the file's going to be done, solidified, stamped, this has been executed, this one's done. All while they're, they're all happening, it's a synchronized thing. So it's all taking place at the same time. So not just one and then it's done. Okay, we'll move on to the next case. But case by case by case, all happening within the same time. So as a family, I just, I feel like we need to stand. I feel like we need to, uh, to make some noise with our mouth. If that means that you are praying in the spirit, if that means you're making declarations as, um, as I declare, I just feel like in seeing those, uh, those case, those files sitting there that we need to declare that this is going to be the year that, just like I was saying at the beginning, that this is the year, if you can come into agreement with that, over the globe that we will see the incline of marriage restoration. That this is going to be the year that families are no longer seeing uh, divorces and splits, but the, the beginning of restoration. If you can agree with me on that, that uh, families are going to be restored. That not only is there going to be what Megan talked about, the restoration of family, but the restoration of the head of the home. The restoration of fathers. Fathers hearts actually turning to sons and sons turning to fathers, that this is going to be the year that we see that begin to take place. That no longer are you going to see sons that are orphaned, that are turning to lawlessness, but sons who are risen up and taking their rightful position. That this is going to be the year that men begin to take their rightful position in their home as the untwisted, purified, God-given version of a head of their home. So I'm declaring that at the head of the year, that the heads of homes would begin to stand up 
and take their rightful position in the spirit. That the woman of the home would begin to walk as the glory of her home. That right now that things are flipping, that in the spirit, uh, women are going to be seen for their rightful position right alongside the man, not underneath him, but right alongside, training up that family with them. So we restore that back to the family today, that this will be the year that the earth begins to see the restoration of family within marriages, within children, that even children will begin to uh, fall in love with their siblings. Can we see something different like siblings who actually get along, siblings who honor and and cheer each other on, siblings who encourage the next and the other one. Uh, So we declare that over families, that that is going to begin to take place, that honor is what is being bestowed on the homes. It's being restored into homes today. That's changing, flipping, and taking place now, that if the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning, then we're not going to wait to see this at the end of 5781, but we're going to begin to see it happen now. So we declare that. I declare over um, everything that's been exposed in this year as far as uh, sex trafficking goes and just victimization and uh the disgust of all that's being exposed right now that right uh, that we are moving into the beginning of a, a brand new thing being flipped that the purification is being brought back to children that we are flipping cases in heaven where it's being put out there that pedophilia is normal that it's a part of everyday life that it should be accepted we flip that right now in the spirit we take that case and we take it seriously and we say we flip that that it's not going to be accepted uh, that even this year it's going to become um, people who've been involved in it will be turned against it, disgusted by it, and turn that away, that they would become the biggest advocates of seeing the end of that. So we we call into existence the end of sex trafficking. We call into existence the end of pedophilia. We call into existence the end of pornography. Can we get as bold as a family to say, this is going to be the year that we see the end of pornography being put out there, that pornography industries will begin to shut down. We just call that into existence, that pornography industries that are that are making billions of dollars on this every year will begin to shut down. That men will begin to turn back to the restored place that they were given when they were birthed on this earth to the purified version. We take that all the way back to Adam where things got twisted. We flip it and we declare this year is going to be the year that that ends. This is going to be the year that we see the end of industries falling, billions of dollars being turned from pornographic images and pornography companies rightfully turned over into the hands of the righteous. So we declare that that money is being freed up, taken from them as they turn their lives around and meet with Yeshua, that they meet with the creator. So we declare the end of that today. I declare over these marriages. I declare over children. I declare over husbands, wives, and and uh, and the husbands, I think. I already said that we declare that there is freedom coming, that there is a loosening happening where minds are being tormented, where loneliness is coming in, where they're ending their lives too early, we declare an end this year. So we're going to see a decline of of um, people hurting themselves, people isolating themselves, people wanting to end their lives too soon. We declare that that is the end of that, that we're not going to see an incline in that this year, but it is going to decline. So we just thank you, Yahweh. We thank you that there are so many more cases that are coming, that are turning, that are flipping, that this is the year we begin to open our mouths and make some declarations as a family. We take that assignment seriously. We thank you that you would give us assignments week by week, day by day, hour by hour, that when we wake up, 
You would place an assignment in our lap that we would take it serious, take it to the courts of heaven, and co-create with you what should actually be into be in existence. We thank you that we can stand in that place of the garden, and we declare we are going back to the original intent. We thank you that this year is the year the world will begin to see that not just small churches here and there, but as as the as the um, the body of Christ, the bride begins to get maybe just a little bit more precise in where she's pointing uh, her love and her attention and her attraction goes to that as she begins to look more to you, Yahweh, that we begin to walk in the new era of uh, being a laid down lover, no longer uh, having to stand and fight the demonic or even pay attention to the demonic, but we turn our attention to you and we declare that over churches, over churches, that they would begin to be families, that they would begin to walk as families that are unified and less like uh, church structure or religious structure. I declare that this would be the year that religion is torn down that it would be a year that religion ends, that as churches close, that we take that as a sign that you are closing down religious structures and you're beginning to just open up our mindsets to what it looks like to operate as a family in the original intent. We thank you for that, Yahweh. We thank you for meeting with us tonight. We thank you for the encounter that we get to step back into that place of the garden. And from that position, we get to speak with authority and declare and co-create with you in Yeshua's name. Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Heirs International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at kingdomheirsflag.org. Thank you.